This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at nerdcaster mike at kersey smurf erica and of course at nerdcast radio thanks for listening everyone enjoy the show welcome to a nerd show nerd podcast radio Morning and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host this morning, Super Vegan Brian. Special Mikey has gotten the clone disease. We're going to have to make another clone. We're starting to run out of pure DNA, so it's going to be hard to have all these Michael clones, and we're we're going to have to get some storage for all the reject clones. We could just splice it with something better and make like a GMO, Mikey. Use the dust buster to suck up all the clones. <laughs> <laughs> so we have... <laughs> Multiple use. DNA <laughs> Dustbuster. <laughs> Is that a thing? No, but it's I mean, we, I mean, that could be a thing. You know, I mean, DNA Dustbuster. You, you've got some bad genes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Sorry. So we're all really excited to be on this morning. And you can hear <laughs> some other voices. Um, all right. So I'm here with my with my occasional co-host who jumped on who wasn't going to be here because we we had plagues on Michael's side and family emergencies on Anthony's. Kersey Smurf Erica is here this morning. Hello, Kersey Smurf Erica. Hola. And we are joined by a very special guest, Captain McDan, manager of the Velveteen Band. Huzzah, nerd podcast. Hello. <laughs> Captain Dan. McDan. Uh, McDan. around here. McDan <laughs> around these parts. Can you give our listeners a short intro about yourself before we get started? Sure. I am the manager of the Velveteen Band, uh, which is a um, ska punk rock group fronted by puppets and a six foot rabbit. And uh, we play comic conventions. We play steampunk festivals. And we turn up loud, make a lot of noise. Um, I'm so jealous I didn't to go see you guys. Dude, you got to come. You, anytime. I told and I told Brian, anytime you guys want to come out, like I can get you press passes. Love the nerd podcast. So please. Any, if I, But you're not in California, right, Erica? No, I'm in Ohio. Oh, yeah. You haven't been to Ohio. Mm-mm. I would love to get to Ohio. That's a big rock town. It is. It is. Music is huge out here. Is that? Oh my gosh! I've heard that. I have some. Um, I have some friends that live. Actually, my my mom is from Ohio, Findlay, Ohio. Is, is where she's oh, from. Oh, okay. And um, so I've been out there a few times. But um, oh, we'd love to get there. But yeah, anytime in California, you guys love the Nerd Podcast, Brian. I got you into. Uh, what was that? You came. You came out to. Oh, it was um, the Doctor Who convention. Yep. In San Diego. I have to say, you guys rock. It was great to see you all in person. Thanks, man. It was, that was a good time. That was a really good time. That, that was a, it, you know what? That, that was a cool 
experience because the last place that they had it, like, because that's a smaller convention. So they had it like the, the first time they did it was at this really, really big hotel. So it was like probably like a good like 50 or 60 people, but in like a ballroom that could fit like three or 400. And so it was just, it was very awkward the first time that we played, but this last time that that room was perfect. They had just a smaller ballroom. And then, so everybody packed in and they had more people this time. So that was a fun party. Did you post some of the video on your, on your website? I posted pictures. I posted lots of pictures. I haven't seen the video. The, oh, there's a okay. I gotta forward you that video because uh, you're actually you and Special Mikey uh, when we played 500 miles. There's video of you like marching. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I want to see this. Yeah, it's like you and Special Mikey were doing the march. It was great because like, everybody. I don't know why, but we started playing 500 miles and everybody started doing a conga line. And it's like, and they started like, well, I would walk five, and they started just walking around the whole venue, I, just like you know, I you know, actually, big, I actually know why. Why? Okay. Um, so 500 Miles is sort of a Doctor Who anthem yeah. because David Tennant, when he was leaving Doctor Who, um, did a special like the entire cast and crew of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Did the 500 Miles and they even had the proclaimers on it. Oh, oh I forgot I didn't about know that. Okay. No, I just saw that. I just remember seeing the whole cast. They're all doing that kind of the walk type of thing. And uh, and so everybody in the, the Doctor Who convention started doing that. And so there's this, uh, there's video of just everybody walking around the room and then the dance floor got packed. And it was, oh, man, I love playing for nerds. It's great. There was also a conga line to what was the song you were playing when we did the actual conga line? I think it was Jump in the Line. Yeah, Jump in the Line. Oh, my God, I love that song. We, we, uh, cover, we cover Jump in the Line, yeah. Doc Phineas started a conga line and he grabbed me and had me be at the front of the conga line. And so Doc Phineas grabs me, grabs my hands, puts them on his hips and immediately the conga line forms. But I notice nobody's grabbing hips. So I keep on letting go and he keeps (laughs) grabbing my hands and shoving them back on his hips. Well, you know, uh, fantastic. It, it's 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 a friendly conga line, you know. It's uh, it, it, that it's just that's that. Doc Phineas is a very 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 uh friendly man, awesome man. And by the way, for those of you that don't know who we're talking about, uh, Doc Phineas is one of the experts on Pawn Stars on that you know that show, the History Channel. He's one of the guys that they call in and it's like, what is this thing? And then he's like, oh, well, actually, it's a relic from India. And blah, blah, blah. Cause he's a history professor and he's just really eclectic, awesome, like, like, um, steampunk. He actually is the head of the steampunk guild. But just, man, this guy has cool. charisma for days. He can tap dance. He all dresses all steampunk. He also and, took a turn as front man in your band. Oh, yeah. Anytime that we're in the same town as Doc Phineas, we bring him up on stage. The guy, cause he, he's one of those guys, he can sit at a piano. And like bust out old show tunes like perfectly. Like he's just such an awesome, charismatic, just like friendly guy. Like he actually worked for Disney for like twenty something years in the Imagineering. And um, wow, it, yeah, no, he's really interesting. This guy. sounds and, like the awesomest person, and I don't no, get to meet him because I live in Ohio. That's he, no, sucks. you know what? He he actually travels all over the place hosting steampunk fest. In fact, he was just in Hannibal, Missouri doing a steampunk fest he was in kansas city doing a steampunk fest so he goes all over because he he gets kind of get around and they asked him to MC, but he's just he knows music he loves music and so uh anytime we told him anytime we're in the same time because he always asks he's like oh the velveteens are in town and we're the type of band that's like hey you know um can you play our our convention can would you mind playing 500 miles we're like yep all right 
I mean, we just, we learned the song. We love doing that. We love learning music and just, you know, kind of catering the song to the, whatever we're doing, you know, it's like, um, so we've got just this repertoire of nerdy songs from jump in the line of 500 miles to as the world falls down, you know, <gasps> what? Oh, oh, oh my yeah, yeah. God. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. We, <sighs> we have to, we like have to play that song when we do like a lot of the, the ball room dancing type of stuff, because oh. that's just one of those magical songs that, yeah. you know, yeah. just as like, even though we're a really big rock band, we, you know, people want that kind of like kind of fantasy experience, you know, so we try to drop that. But, any, I'm but just anyway, doc- tear up right now. This sounds like oh, so yeah. much fun. Oh, and I, I can didn't make get it. to go. Oh, I can make it worse. The first song that Doc Phineas sang with the band was Let's Dance by David Bowie. That's what? right. Oh, my God. Right. I'm just going to yeah, sit here and that, sob. Yeah, the other one the other one that we do with Doc Phineas is, uh, and we always do it, it, this is the first song that we did it, but it's just a hit every time we play it, is uh, Octopus's Garden uh, by the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, was the first song he did. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And it, so we always do Octopus's Garden. and just something about the octopus and the steampunk is just really like kind of works. Uh, so anyway, Doc Phineas, you got to check him out. He's such a cool guy. So uh, yeah, and definitely anytime he's in the room, not only do we play with him but he has to start that conga line he is and he's the perfect person to do that because he got that entire room on its feet <laughs> oh and i'm telling you entire room was just a big snake just swirling around and they were all hoovians like they were all just like it was a bunch of doctors and companions and aliens it was it was hilarious wow yeah with a with a very very awkward super vegan brian at the front of that conga line behind doc phineas <laughs> I have video footage of you raising your hands on the dance floor like you just don't care. It was great. It was great. And then, oh, wait, wait, wait. And then I think that there was video footage because, okay, the Baron likes to, he has a wireless thing on his guitar. So he likes to run out and crowd and like play guitar, like, you know, like kind of right in people's faces. And so I think, I think it was, didn't he jump up right on top of Special Mikey's chair? Brian, like where you guys were Oh, sitting. yeah. He was right next to Special Mikey. Okay. I was going to say, because I, I remember seeing that picture, because there's a picture of Special Mikey sitting there, and the Baron had jumped up onto a chair. And so the Baron no. is standing on t- on this chair above Special Mikey, and Special Mikey's just looking up, and I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? He was so tired, <laughs> because he actually went to Disneyland the day before he went to Hukon. He was so tired. He was tried. I actually got him to get up and dance, though. I was going to say he wasn't tired enough to not be in that conga line. That's Doc Phineas's magic right there. (laughs) Um, So who is the Baron for our listeners? Uh, The Baron Von Velveteen is a six foot rabbit. He plays trumpet and guitar. He is uh, he's the front man of the Velveteen band, you know, and um, he's the Baron. Um, You know, a, a lot of people ask that question, like, who is he and all that stuff? You know what? It's earlier on in the band, we, we were kind of like more forthcoming about who like, you know, who plays the Baron type. But I remember, I'll never forget this. This lady comes up to me um, in the uh, we, we, we used to have a residency here at a, at a big club in, in uh, Ventura. And and she saw the Baron walking around without the mask. And, and I was standing there and she walked right up to him. And she said, don't don't do that. Don't take the mask off. We don't want to know who you are. Just like that. Just Frank just told him right to his face. Just we don't want to know. Put the mask back on. And I was standing there watching this thing. And I just was like, that's so true. Like people, people want to know, you know, because they're curious. They want to know answers and things. But at the same time, it's so much more fun 
that nobody knows who this guy is. You know what I mean? And so we kind of made the decision early on that we're just going to keep going with that. You know, we're just not going to we're not going to we're not going to reveal it, you know, and because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, because that the magic is the band and it should just continue to be that, you know. So, yeah, Baron's the Baron. That's the answer. So this morning we are we've gotten together to just be nerdy friends and chat about a bunch of stuff we like to chat about. We're not picking a specific topic to stay. We're just picking topics as we go, taking turns. But first, Erica, what do we have to do? But first, we have to play everyone's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? Oh, no, wait, I have to keep going, don't I? Okay, this is (laughs) where we all share what's (laughs) nerdy with us. Okay. And then we vote to see who did the nerdiest thing. And we use a widget system um, that makes it way more complicated and take longer. But there's only three of us this morning. So I think we should be good. Yeah. Did you do the widget system the last time you were on? Did I? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. So you you understand our game system created by game designer Mike Myler. Okay, game designer Mike Myler, am I correct to say, okay, because there's three of us, there's three widgets, right? Because there's three of us, there's four widgets. Four widgets. Four widgets. Okay, all right. Four widgets. Okay. All right, and then I get to assign widgets to anybody, including myself. I can give myself widgets. I gave myself all all my widgets last week. Which is why he won. (laughs) Oh. All right. Okay. All right. I, I, I so, remember now. I remember. Being our guest, you are first. What was the nerdiest thing you did this week? Nerdiest thing I did this week. Well, um, we po- okay. This is pretty pretty darn nerdy. Um, we po- we uh, we performed at the Oxnard Steampunk Fest in Oxnard both days. So this was the third annual Oxnard Steampunk Fest in which, and it was in the uh, Heritage Square in Oxnard. And, um, I I ran around as a pirate because I'm Captain McDan and took pictures with people with a, um, a Velveteen Band battle standard. And I took pictures with belly dancers. I took pictures with giant robots, um, with furries. It was a pretty nerdy weekend, actually. You know, there it was a lot of uh, a lot of like steampunk. Of course, steampunk's there, but this year they kind of did a fantasy fair, so there was just beautiful costuming. And then what was really cool about this year? This year they added um, a pirate cruise on Saturday night. So Ventura is, you know, obviously like right on the coast, and like um, so they they got this huge paddle boat. You know, one of those old style like Mississippi kind of style paddle boat, and you you know you got to pay extra to go on this pirate cruise. And so I think they're called steamboats, right? Steamboat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Steamboat. Yeah. 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 I, I, see, I never really, I was like, is it a steamboat or is it a paddle boat? Cause that's a big thing on the back, but, um, yeah, it's a steamboat. I'm from Mississippi. So it's a steamboat. Steamboat. Okay. Beautiful steamboat it was covered with lights and man around nine o'clock on Saturday night, I was on, uh, I was on that steamboat with about 60 other steampunks and pirates. And I, um, the, you know, of course, this was party boat, but it was kind of cool. They had like kind of cool music on, but I was like, man, this is kind of boring. And so I found the little iPod jack. I just, this is the kind of thing I do. I, I found the iPod jack to the sound system and I plugged in my own iPod and I dropped Mambo number five. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Three, four, five, everybody. And then so 
I, I just and I because I, I know sounds so I was like I was just like it took me about two seconds to realize where the where the volume switch was and I just turned it up and all of a sudden this pirate boat just everybody just gets up and, pat, and the dance floor was packed within like thirty seconds you know because that song is just so infectious and so yeah at about nine fifteen on Saturday I was I was dancing in the Mambo number five as a pirate with a bunch of other pirates it was it was surreal it was awesome it was totally nerdy so all that right was my we should give up we're, we're done <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know what i did what i did was pretty nerdy what did you we'll do see. brian what did uh, you do brian i started putting together my halloween costume oh i want to hear about this so i got a latex headpiece for a frankenstein costume and bought a crap load of green cream makeup and some blood and spirit gum, and I'm going to be putting together a Herman Munster costume. I'm going to um, I'm going to Salvation Army this morning to do a little clothes shopping. Nice, just ripped up like uh, Frankenstein. Well, I'm I, I'm looking specifically for the brown blazer and the brown pants. Um, I nice. have blacks if I have to, but I really want to get as close as I can. I'm also getting some insoles for my um, for my sketchers to make me a little bit taller. Okay. Nice. Nice. Halloween. I, all right. I, I haven't even started thinking about that. So you've inspired me. Well, we have a we have a um, costume contest at work, and someone and one of the, one of one of my coworkers approached me and said, "I'll be Lily if you be Herman." That's great. <laughs> nice. We have to do an act. We have to actually like play the parts. There's there's a whole thing when they do when they do the costume contest. Oh That's wow! Really cool. What so what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna do the theme song? Well, you know, I was thinking about playing the theme song, just setting up a little a little boombox in the corner and playing the theme song. And um, I have been watching Herman Munster videos, and I'm trying to get the voice down. I'm not quite there yet. That's a rough voice to get down. It's very, it's very iconic. Yeah, well, I can do, I can do Fred Gr- Gwynn in Pet Cemetery, so I should be able to get him for Herman. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's a very that, specific one. I'd have to rewatch yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, Pet Cemetery uh, with like um, that highway over there. That 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 highway has taken a lot of um, a lot of that highway has taken a lot of pets over the years. That highway that's over good. there. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, nice. Yeah. The, it's helpful that you also have like that natural new New England twang in your voice. Natives in this area used to bury their their dead in the in the cemetery, but the ground's gone sour. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I, are they really gonna redo that movie? Yeah, they're supposed to be. Yeah. Really, they don't need to. It. You know what? Sometimes the remakes are really good. I really enjoyed the Amityville Horror remake. Me too. The the so, Ryan Reynolds one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really liked it good. too. What about It? Did you go see that? I did. It was good too. I liked it. I, I mean, I, I was terrified, it but it was also... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so, Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? Um. Well, I did start assembling Halloween costumes for the family. I think I already told you this, though. Um, yeah, we're you, going... were, you were trying to figure it out and asking me for advice. Yeah, well, we settled on Batman. Uh, so Chris is going to be Batman. Uh, Amelia's going to be Batgirl. I'm going to be Catwoman. And I haven't decided if Rowan's going to be, like, baby Catwoman or mm-hmm. baby Batgirl. We haven't decided. I still think Baby Doll is your best option. Uh, I know, but she won't keep a wig on. Oh, oh okay. 
So nope. like I couldn't do like the curly the curly pigtails. But that's actually not my nerdy thing. Um oh. well maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know if the thing I'm excited about is actually nerdy or not. Yeah, share it anyway. We have to know. Yeah, oh. and to remember, I have twins, so if it's baby oriented, it's it's extra widgets. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's not baby oriented. That would have been last week where where yeah. I shared that I uh, realized that Rowan was the perfect age to be dressed up as Toby from the oh. labyrinth. Oh, and so yes. I ordered her a red and white striped jumper and put her in it and then watched the labyrinth with her. Oh, my God. Yes. See, that was last week, though. And I love that it wasn't even for like a holiday or a costume contest or anything. It was just I'm going to dress her up as Toby so we can watch the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't think of that as Halloween costumes for my twins. Like. Oh, that's that's genius. Well, we kept going back and forth. I was like, hey, guys, we could do the labyrinth. It's perfect. Amelia could be Sarah and I could be David Bowie. And then Chris could be Ludo. And Amelia's (laughs) like, no, mom. I want to be that girl. Like, I was like, Ugh, fine. So I got outvoted basically is how that worked. But yeah. the, the thing I'm really excited about this week is I did it yesterday. I told Brian about it. So, um, at my job, we get to volunteer uh, and we get paid two or four days a year to go volunteer and do oh, nonprofit. That's cool. stuff. We went to a place called Hannah's Treasure Chest, um, where they collect things for little children. And then uh, social workers come in and we, you know, with the opioid epidemic, there are just so many children in need right now. I mean, it's horrible between people dying, between, you know, going to jail, you know, not being functional uh, human beings like they're gone. And so we did that. So we went at eight o'clock in the morning and we we didn't even stop to take lunch. We worked from eight until like three. And we were like putting stuff together for them. And um, and when I got out of there, you know, they're like, OK, bye, everybody. It's the weekend. You know, so I basically have two hours to myself. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> like, like, I was like, what do I do? I know. The um, feeling. Yes. You know, because, you know, Rowan was with the babysitter. Uh, right. Amelia was home with Chris. So I couldn't come home and play video games because if I came home and I played video games, I would be home. You'd be and mommy. Then yep. I'd be mommy and I'd have to yep. do whatever I was required to do at that time. Yes. So so I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get my hair cut. Nice. Doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But I had no idea what I wanted. All I knew is I didn't want, like, it was too heavy on my neck. So I walked into the hairstylist. Her name is Jordan, and she's fantastic. And I said, let's do something fun, and I don't want it to touch my neck. And she was like, okay. And she didn't tell me what she was doing. Uh, She shaved the under part of my hair. Okay. She She cut, first off, she cut it from my shoulders to my ears. Then she shaved the under part of my hair and the side of my hair, and then she dyed it bright blue. And yeah. It's really fun. And I really love it. That, what a dork. Oh. So I was like, I don't know if it's quite nerdy, but I'm very excited about it and I love it. So, See, Brian, we, we need a picture of that on the Nerd Podcast page, man. I have one. All right. I'm just saying, like, now we got to see this. Yeah, now that you brought it up on the 
on the podcast. It's going to be shared with everybody. Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> and, and you know what? I totally think that's nerdy because is it really nerddom and fandom just indulging in things that you you love and and you you know you just really freaking you you get into it a little bit more than other people do, and you got into your hair. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I love it. I love, I love it. it. My my husband was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. <laughs> Because he's always supportive of everything I do. <laughs> Brian, so. I'm ready to sign my widget. All right. So oh, widgets, you go yes. first. You get four widgets. Where do they go? I'm going to give um, I'm going to give three to Erica because I just think it's wonderful to see. Uh, and I totally understand the, the 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 feeling of having some time. And I'm so glad. I thought you were going to tell me that you went to the bar, but that's better. Oh, no. <laughs> My first instincts would have been the first one, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's great that you went and got your hair done. So I'm going to sign through that and I'm going to sign my other widget to Brian because I appreciate you reminding me that I just been so distracted with this whole steampunk thing that I forgot that it was Halloween. I, I just, I just haven't even been, uh, I, I just haven't even thought about it. So thank you, Frankenstein. Thank you, Brian, for bringing the attention that I have no plan for Halloween whatsoever. Although my wife has, my twins are sorted. Um, uh, they are, uh, they're dressing up as dragons. So I have two baby oh, dragons. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, so what you need to do is you need to do one of two things. Mm -hmm. You need to make it a Game of Thrones situation where you oh, pick okay. a Game of Thrones character to be, yeah. Yeah. or you just do the, the normal night thing. You have another option. What's, What's the that? other option? Well, being that they're, they're babies as young as they are, they are both toothless. No. <gasps> That's not oh, true. Oh, they're not true? They got their teeth? They've got two teeth each. Oh. Aww. Well, it still kind of works for how to train your dragon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do Viking costumes to go along with uh, it. I'm a bigger fan of the Game of Thrones thing. Um, yeah. You could be like Jon Snow and your wife could be Daenerys. Oh, she would love that. <laughs> <laughs> and that would make perfect sense because you each have a dragon. She would love that. Okay, any... I don't want to spoil anything because I, I know a lot of people haven't seen the newest season. So I'm we already did. Oh, did yeah, you already, already talk did. about it? We yeah, we had an episode about it. I wasn't on it. It made me sad. <laughs> I know. That's what I did. <laughs> well, moving, moving this game on. Okay. Sorry. Moving the game. Sorry. Widgets. Brian, okay. I'm going to to Captain McDan for just having an overall nerdy sub occupation. <laughs> Um, and he told me a little bit more about Oxnard Steampunk Fest is how it's sort of turning into Velveteen Fest and how <laughs> um, a, a family from Hukon actually came all the way out to Oxnard and brought cardboard cutouts of Foe and Fum. The puppets. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's oh, awesome. It was so cute. I just looked out there. And and there was these huge cardboard painted cutouts of both of the puppets waving back and forth in the crowd. And I just was like, it was surreal. I was like, I, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. And, so, and then they came up after the show and wanted autographs for the band. It was That's so cool. So Oh. It was so cool. I see. I love. I love. Like I love nerddom and fandom, but I especially love it when the kids do it because. Oh yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like because mm -hmm. that is isn't that what this is really about? It's like it's great that we are so engaged and we are you know talking about it, and encouraging each other, inspiring each other to kind of you know continue this. But it's another thing to really encourage the youth to also do that because they they're the ones who are going to be the one. They're the fuel that keeps this going. Mm -hmm. You know. 
So it just, oh man, it just made me so. I, just made I my was heart. talking to somebody at work about that the other day because we were talking about, you know, some people want kids, some people are scared of having kids, and then other people like me knew, you know, you know, you want to be a parent. Like it's just something that's in you. And we were talking about like the people that make the decisions whether or not they ever want to be parents. And I was like, if you don't want to be a parent, make sure you're never a parent is the way yeah. I, I think about it because yeah. your life is over. Like, what's your parent? <laughs> Yeah. It is about your children always that's right. hurt. <clears throat> that's right. So if you get part of you in it, that's great. But yeah. it, it's about your kids. And I was yeah. explaining, I was like, there's something like as hard as children are, as much as they throw up on you and they make messes and you get no sleep and, you know, oh, all I the know. things that go with kids. It's like. I, I have this this feeling like when Amelia and I sit down, like we were playing, I, I showed her Street Fighter the other day. And it's just like, I am teaching her how to be her, how to be this human being that like looks outside the box and gets to do her own thing and not be afraid of who she is and what yeah. she can do. And there's something so rewarding in that. And that's part of the part of, you know, having kids yeah. in fandom is it's like you be you. Like if you love it, yeah. do it and be passionate yeah. about it. Yeah. And, and your kids see it and they, oh, yeah. and they get encouraged to be like, Oh my God, look at my mom and dad, like being themselves. And they hope, you know, they also see that, oh my gosh, being an adult doesn't suck as much as I thought it would be, you know, like, yeah. like, like I want to encourage, you know, my, my children to, to just be themselves, you know, and, but, but more than that, I mean, you, you're so right about like, they don't, even though you're, you're covered to throw up, you're tired, all that stuff. Like when you have a kid, there's like, I always say that there was like a drawer of love inside my heart that got opened up and it didn't get opened up until I had a child. Like I never knew that I had so much. Of exactly. It. You know, you, and then, you don't know that you have that kind of love. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and it's just, and it's, it's overwhelming, like overwhelming, like emotionally, et cetera. But like, yeah, it's just, it's just like, it really is true. Like you just, ha you can't explain how much love opens up in your own heart when you have children as frustrating as they can sometimes. But yes, it, yeah. you, it, you yeah. guys got me so excited about having children. I can't Aww. wait. <laughs> Yeah, and, Brian, go, and my other two votes go to Erica. All right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> Sorry. At, wait, wait. Erica's got uh, five. Erica has five. And then uh, I've got two. And I have one. So, Erica, you're up. Okay, so um, music has a special place in my heart, Captain McDan. Yeah. I have to tell you. Not only does it have a special place in my heart, but the fact that you got everybody on that boat going and having fun and just just living it is yeah. amazing. So you get three of my widgets. And then my other widget goes to Brian because I love that you're sticking with Frankenstein because you are like the best Frankenstein. I know I know it's Eddie Munster, but you were the best yes. at it. It's you not Eddie, it's such a good Herman, whatever. I know. Eddie's the werewolf. I know. I forgot. Right. I didn't forget. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I'm bad at names. We know this. This is not new news. We have. But so Brian gets my other one. We nice. have um, five to Erica, five <laughs> to Captain McDan, and two to me. So it's a tie. We don't have ties very often. So, listeners, it. you decide who had the nerdiest thing this week. <laughs> so. Oh. 
it's actually fitting that we're tangenting all over the place because that's what this episode is designed over. We're just right. taking turns, picking things to talk about, picking nerdy things we like. We came up with this idea because when we had Captain McDan on the first time, we talked about Stephen King, but he yeah. kept on bringing up all these other things he likes. So yeah. we're just going to take turns going over all sorts of nerdy stuff with. Okay. So. Captain McDan, you okay. you get to go first. What topic would you like to talk about? Oh, she's that's that's a hard one. Uh, well, I want to bring up something that well, I, there's two. I'm I'm not going to bring it up, but I am doing it right now. Uh, I am preparing a, a huge Warhammer 40k battle right now on Wednesday, which I'm very excited because I'm on actually I'm, I'm on fall break, so I have a week off, which is amazing. So I have all of these her- terrible nerdy things that I want to do with my time. So I'm doing that, but that's not what I want to talk about. Because I think that the more topical thing that I do want to talk about is I just saw that Star Wars trailer. And and so I really would like to talk about that because I have a lot of like I have a lot of uh, ideas about like some of the things that kind of surface from that from that uh, that trailer. And I think I don't know. I just like to kind of bring it up to the nerd podcast, the Star Wars trailer. So Erica actually has something she wanted to talk about, about that trailer. She brought it up in a past episode. Um, yes. Erica, go nuts. Bring up your bring up your your crazy fan theory that I watched your really, really long video you sent me about. Which one? Uh-huh. There's a lot of fan theories. Raylo. Raylo. Oh, my oh. God. I love Raylo. What okay. is Raylo? Okay. 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 So there is like a bunch. This is a huge theory. This isn't my fan theory. This is a fan theory that like I stumbled on. And I want what the actual fuck. This makes perfect yeah. sense. So the so they talked about how Ray was gonna have a love interest, right? Yeah. And in Ray the Lo. first movie, yeah, Raylo, Kylo, oh and Ray. I love this. Yes, it's gonna be a thing. But I, I think I, it I is hope. because because okay, no, no, keep going, keep going because I I totally no, I've seen it. So so in the, when the first one came out, they were like, well, does Ray, you know, when they were doing their interviews before the movie came out, oh, does Ray have a love interest? And she's like, I think it's I, I think it's subtle, but it's obvious. And so I watched this Raylo video, and Brian has the link. Did you put it on our Twitter? No, no. I, I retweeted I retweeted your tweet, so it is on our Twitter. Okay, good. And I included it in the links for our last episode, episode um, sixty-seven. Okay. So on the Facebook page, on the links for that episode. And it'll so, be in the links for this episode. So so I watched this video, right? And they go through, like, this tiny thing, this tiny thing, this tiny thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Th- that seems right. I was like, but are they taking it out of context? Because yeah. Some- that's a thing, right? Right. So I went back and I watched The Force Awakens and I watched the whole thing and paid very close attention to all of those scenes. Yeah. They weren't making that shit up. They didn't take it out of context. There's like there's a point where he is interrogating Ray. So right. he interrogates two people, right? He interrogates Poe. Yeah. And he's like, in the very beginning, he's super like vicious about it. Poe's screaming yeah. in pain. He interrogates Ray. And there's a moment in there. He goes, don't be afraid. I feel it too. And they're oh. just like staring at each other. And if you, if you, if you're not paying attention, you would think he's like telling her to just not be afraid of him. And right. he's not mean to her. He says, you're my guest here. Yeah. Like he's up in his arms and carries her himself onto the he's plane. He's in love with Ray. I think Kylo is in love, love with Ray. Ray. Yes. Yeah. Because he- the moment 
the moment Finn runs over to Ray when she's on the ground in the snow forest, right? Yeah. And he touches her. That's when Kylo loses his shit. Yeah. And and takes his uh, lightsaber out and starts running for Finn. Yeah. Oh. He's in love with Ray. I think and he I'm, is too. I think so too. He's totally in love with Ray. Like, um, he, all right. Not, not only did he, he held back, he could feel it too. Like he was totally being respectful to her, but he, he, he couldn't defeat her, but there's that tension, you know, there's that constant tension between him and Ray that like, it, it's, it's almost like he doesn't, he wants to hold back. He doesn't quite want to hurt her, you know? And yeah. Cause that whole forest battle, he could have destroyed her. He yeah. basically destroyed everybody else. He pulled out that lightsaber for, but he did not do it to Ray. There's yep. there's more evidence in the video. I wish I knew the creator. I'll share it in the in the show notes. Um, I don't know it to give it credit now. Maybe I'll give it credit in the pre intro to the podcast. Um, so Disney has actually endorsed this theory. They have. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, well, they did a fan art contest, and most of the winners of the contest did Raylo artwork. Okay. I'm going to put this out there because I'm sure you guys have seen this on the internet. Like, this is a theory. I am convinced that Kylo Ren is actually going to be a good guy. And uh, I'll tell you, I I really am. Okay. And this is something I read and it's so profound. I totally agree with this on that scene where, um, where he killed Han Solo, right? Or he quote killed Han Solo. They're on the bridge. So Han Solo, uh, or he says to his dad, he says to Han Solo, "I, I can't, you know, I can't do it. Can you help me? Can you help me do this? Right. That's what he said. Can you help me? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you don't see what happens. He just uh, Han Solo just looks at him, he reaches down. And then all of a sudden you just hear a click. And then this, the lightsaber goes through Han Solo. And then uh, like there he's tearing up. They're both tearing up and Han Solo falls and, you, and he dies. I think this is what happened. This is a theory. Han Solo was the one who clicked the lightsaber on and killed himself because he wanted to save Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren didn't kill Han Solo. He couldn't do it. He didn't want to do it. But Han Solo knew that Kylo Ren had to kill him because, you know, uh, Snoke was making him do it. But he also knew that if he killed him, that he that would be the last straw. That would bring him to the dark side. So in order to save Kylo Ren, Han Solo killed himself. Oh, my God. I love it. I Isn't think it that, you're right? I think Doesn't that it theory, make sense? Well, I think that theory goes even deeper. I, I've been thinking that Kylo is un, has, has been under deep cover this entire time. Oh, huh, yeah. maybe. I, I think that when, when Luke went into exile... It was basically not because he failed Kylo, but because it's it's all an act because they made a discovery about the about the First Order and Kylo was sent in to take it down. I could see it. I could see some of that. I I do. What I'm most the only reason that it's hard to kind of swallow that is just because, you know, uh, like most characters that are interesting, he's so conflicted, you know, and that, that's why mm-hmm. I love Kyle Ka- Ka- So conflicted. He doesn't know he's he's bad, but then he wants to be good. And, 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 you know, we as the audience are rooting for him to like, you know, here we are on a podcast talking about it. We're like, oh, Kylo, team Kylo. I hope he's in love. You know, we want to be a good guy. <laughs> well, I have more. I actually you know? have more evidence. Um, Kylo, when he's, he's having the conversation with Vader to be like Vader. Yeah. Vader went to the dark side and ended up taking down the emperor. Yeah. Kylo wants that. 
Kylo doesn't want to be bad like Vader was bad. Kylo wants to be good like Vader was good. Oh, interesting. See, I, I, I kind of uh, think that's, that's and, right. and the and the trailer is heavily pushing this whole good Kylo thing. Because why did the trailer end with Kylo reaching his hand out to help Ray? You mm-hmm. know, like I mean, I, I I just I'm I don't know. I mean, and then there's the other scene where he's like, you know, there. It kind of infers that he killed Princess Leia. You know, in there's that trailer, no way he kills her now. I mean, she yeah. has to die, but there's no way he kills her. I don't think. See, I, again, I think that there's this whole undercurrent thing of like, if you know, Snope wants Kylo to do to you know to kill his mother, to kill his father, because he knows that those are the steps that he to take in order to really go over to the dark side. But I think at every turn, I think the writers are actually making it seem like he did, but he actually won't. Because in- inevitably, I think Kylo will become a, a-, a hero in this. I-, I agree. I think he is, too. Now, now, not to dismiss Brian's theory, because that's a really interesting theory. And I thought the exact same thing. Not that he was undercover, but I couldn't figure out when I first saw the <laughs> The weekends. Oh, sorry, uh, we have a fourth member joining the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, Leonardo Flores. Uh, he's a twin. Uh, he's eight months old, but he just he wanted to agree with your point, Erica. Sir. Oh, well, thank you, Leo. <laughs> so, um, but like when I first saw The Force Awakens, and he's like, "I want to be like you." I was like, he has got to know that he went back to the light side. Like Luke had to have told. I mean. They, they buried him. He basically said what, I mean, he told everybody what happened in the end. So I think, I, I have to agree with Brian on that. But in the off chance that we're wrong, the running theory for Kylo becoming good, because he is a super conflicted character, yeah. is that Ray brings him to the light. Ray pulls him back because he's uh, in love with her. And, and the love is the thing that inevitably brings him back. I see. I, I love that storyline. I love that. That that being said, the trailer also heavily infers that Luke Skywalker's fate goes the other direction. It does. It absolutely does. It, 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 my interpretation was that Luke turns his back on Ray in the end. Like, cause when you see yeah. her training on the Island, he's nowhere to be seen. And yep. I think that it, that he basically tells her no and walks away because he's supposed to be where the first Jedi temple is. Right. Right. So if the first Jedi temple is there, why could not the force ghost be there to train her and Luke not train her? Luke just be like, peace out because that that's definitely a possibility. She's already heard Ben Kenobi in the, in the force vision. So it's not like it's completely out of the question. Yeah. 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 I I, I think that, that Luke, I mean, and, and that even like came up in the movies, you know, Luke had this fear, you know, Luke had this fear inside of him, um, that, um, uh, th- th- I just, side. yeah, he had this, this fear that that's why there was so much potential in him because the, the emperor saw it. He absolutely mm-hmm. could have been a Sith Lord and he was really, really close. He had so much anger and, um, that hasn't changed the same character. So here he is on an island. He meets, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but 
I think he has a fear of how powerful Ray is, and uh, I'm not sure what what pushes him over. But the the trailers heavily infers that that there, there is a questionable future for Luke Skywalker, which I think is so awesome. Like I am so excited. I uh, I don't uh, mind bringing this episode to Star Wars completely. So I actually have something I wanted to bring up. Can we share our theories about who Ray's parents are? Kenobi. She's a Kenobi. Wait, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Why? Well, I, well, I, how, I, how do you wanna, know? I do want to include that the that J.J. Abrams has straight up said her parents were not in the first movie. So That's Kenobi correct. is valid. Mm-hmm. He her said her parents-, parents are not in the movie. She fights like a Kenobi. So if you look at the way Kenobi fights and you look at okay. the way that Ray fights, uh-huh. she fights in the same stance. She's dressed like a Kenobi. She hears his voice in the vision, not Luke. If 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 the if the oh. vision was the lightsaber, like from the uh-huh. lightsaber's point of view, why why would she hear Kenobi call her? Yeah. But he does. You hear Ben Kenobi call. She's a Kenobi. Who's the mom? If Ben Kenobi's the dad, who's the mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <Peru>. in <laughs> go ahead, Bri. And Peru. And Peru. <laughs> 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 so she's a that's Skywalker. messed up, man. <laughs> no, oh no, she's a Peru. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she's a Peru. No, no. So yeah, uh, got tired of Uncle Owen's bullshit. Stuck <laughs> <laughs> over the caves and had Kenobi. Uh, Aunt Peru was bored with a farmer. Oh God. <laughs> Good. No, how can that? Aunt Brew, no. no. Aunt Brew can't be the mom. No. No. Aunt so. Brew, I, 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 I can't believe you wanted to be a moisture farmer in the desert. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm going to go out <laughs> to the caves and see what I can find out there. <laughs> uh, uh, my, no, my, so. Yeah, I think it's Star Wars Rebels. I think, uh,. Uh, that Kenobi ends up falling in love with like a princess or something like that. And so they think that, that she is the daughter of this princess and Kenobi. And she was put on Jakku so that she would be hidden. Ah, because when that would have happened, Vader and the emperor were still out there. Yeah. So she's a Kenobi. She's a Kenobi. I think I have an equally crazy theory about who Snoke is. Snoke? Mace Windu. That's who I'm going What? With. I was going to share that same thing. Oh, were Wait, you? I'm Snoke sorry. Is Mace Windu? No. Okay, so, no, when you listen to Snoke, he says that he has seen the rise and the fall of the Republic, right? So he's old. He's older than the Emperor. And what happens is the Emperor cuts off his arm, right? And he falls. How many mm-hmm. Jedis actually die from either having a limb cut off or falling? You know what? That's a good point. We never see him die. He, you no. never see Mace Windu die. And I'm sorry, like, they were up in the a top thing, like, you know, really high in the sky and all that stuff. But, you know, we've all seen the fifth element. When you fall... Um, you know, you usually just drop into a cab uh, or yeah, some kind right? of other flying car. <laughs> yeah, we do not see Mace Windu die. No, and, no, we don't. And big, there is big a bada theory, boom. Yeah, and then there's a theory that Mace Windu is one of the only Jedi's who use a purple lightsaber because it is a balance of both sides of the Force. So it's a balance of both uh, the Sith side and the and the light side of the Force. So oh, he he has the ability to use both the dark side and the light side. He has a purple the, lightsaber because it's both. It's both. 
Yes. I never and thought of that. When the Emperor uses the Force Lightning on him, it I mean, Force Lightning has A, never also killed a Jedi, but it doesn't affect him as badly as it would had he not had some control over the dark side. If Anakin betrayed him, his limb gets cut off and he gets thrown out a window. We never see him die. Yep. Nothing saying he could not be Snoke. No, and and, and there is every bit of evidence that how about how badass of a Jedi Mace Windu was. Like yeah, that was uh, a pussy way to go out. Yeah, seriously, I'm serious. Like, I, I, did you guys did you guys ever see the um, the the animated uh, uh, Clone Wars, the one that got the, the Samurai Jack animated ones? Did you ever see any of those? The ones yes. before they went 3D. Yeah, yeah, the ones they went before they went. They, they're actual animated ones. Yeah, but anyway, they if you haven't seen those, they're so great. Um, but one of those is dedicated nothing but to Mace Windu and just watching Mace Windu take out. Oh my God, that 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 guy was an incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful Jedi, just that could do pretty probably the most powerful. So the idea that he fell out of a window and died, nah. Uh-uh. Exactly. I don't care and if his arm was it was chopped off. He he would have had some kind of ability to force. Uh, he could have used the force to kind of uh, slow his uh, his his descent, or he easily could have used the force to kind of guide his uh, descent into some other flying vehicle or down the side of a building. No, he's not going to just fall and die. That's not exactly. the way Mace Windu died. Like there's no that is it, they they designed it that way to make it to give themselves the writers options that at least one thing went right with the first three movies uh, that, that, you know, I mean, right. I mean, at least one thing was good. Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. I'm there, there was also the, sorry, Brian, there's also the thing where Mace Windu is the only Jedi where you see his signature move is he backhand cuts people with his lightsaber. And uh, Kylo does that. He's the only other. Those are the two Jedis that do that. And Kylo's been trained by Snoke. Wait a he second. Has. Wait a second. Okay, back up. You're saying that, okay, Mace Windu always backhanded with his lightsaber, and Kylo does the same thing. Yeah, the fighting scene. Mm-hmm. I never even thought of that. Yeah, if you if you picture it in your head, thinking of all those iconic photos of Mace in stance, the same stance is the stance that Kylo uses. The, Kylo has the same stance as, as Mace Windu. Snoke has got to be Mace Windu. This this totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. This and totally makes what's sense. even funnier is Samuel L. Jackson had said that uh, that uh, he would love to come back for the Star Wars movies, and that's where he left it. Yeah, oh I hope man! Do it like he just pulls a mask off. <laughs> oh man! And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you, motherfucking Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. I, I'm, I'm still gunning for a rated R, uh, you know, Star Wars movie. I, I I am all for this, okay? Like, pull out some of that Pulp Fiction. Do you, uh, are you all excited for the Han Solo movie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know too much about it. Well, they were originally going to have the um, directors of 21 Jump Street do it, and they pulled him out after they finished most of the movie. And they're well, reshooting, they, and they replaced them. It was amazing. They yeah. were Well, I guess they were going too off-brand. Oh, they were getting too crazy with it? Yeah. And they replaced them with Ron Howard. Okay, oh, okay. that's not bad. So, yeah, yeah that looks like it's going to be really cool. I'm excited oh, for that. Well, I mean, if if Rogue One was any indication of what the Star Wars franchise wants to do with kind of this off stories, I, I mean, I'm just, 
I, I'm, I'm loving it because I think that they just, just from the basis of the fact that they learned from the force awakens that let's bring back puppets. Let's bring back the real stuff. Let's actually build this stuff and make it come alive. And as long as they keep doing that and, t- you know, get decent writers. Um, I mean, uh, these, these movies are going to just knock it out of the park every single time, you know, like, one was great. I honestly, uh, I mean, I am all about, I'm all about Canon and the, and yeah, fine. But I think Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. I truly do. You liked it better than Force Awakens? Yeah, I did. It it, it ended so beautifully. Like, the only yeah. way it could have ended. You know, nobody survived. They did everything they could to get I those know. plans. You no, know? it was good. It was it good. Was, it was great. Yeah, it I can't was wait good. till they do Rogue Two. <laughs> they already have, sweetheart. They already have. No, no it, it could be the getting the plans for the second Death Star. With the both. Oh, I guess I could. Um, here, I'm gonna. I'm putting some coffee in the microwave. Hold on just a second. Mute your <laughs> microphone. Oh, I don't even know how to do that. How do I? You just uh, click the picture of the oh, microphone in Skype. Oh, my phone is in my pocket. Come on, man. All right, hold on a second. All right. Um, hold on just a second. Which one's? The, see, I'm gonna hang up on you if I do. This. Don't do that. That's okay. We'll, we'll handle the. We'll handle the coffee noises in the I background. never use Skype. You know what is? I, what is all this? Stuff? Oh no. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I loved Rogue One. And, and, I, I, and it was great because, like, when I was watching Rogue One, I was sitting in a the theater. I was like, oh, my God, this Star Wars movie is so good. But, like, right when I was realizing something, they fixed it. I, I, I remember sitting there. I was like, God, you know, it'd be great to see a lightsaber. Oh, I haven't seen a lightsaber yet. Holy crap. And then all of a sudden, Darth Vader steps onto the bridge and does a, opens a can of freaking lightsaber whoop-ass on everybody. And it was like Vader Star Wars porn for like 35 seconds. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was. Like, yes, it, it really was. was. I was like, <laughs> ah, this is everything I wanted. <laughs> I've been waiting so long. And no, no, because it wasn't it great. It was just, it was such a, I thought that that, was it, it was just it was like the entire movie was just a slow build and then the climax at the end was just so worth it you know like because if you re- if you think about it there was not a, li- a single lightsaber until he showed up on that bridge bam he turns it on and it, it was it, it felt so good and uh but the only thing i would say in terms of contrasting two is like Force, you know, Rogue One didn't have Kylo. Rogue One didn't have Finn. Rogue One didn't have, you know, these just, I mean, they had some pretty good characters, but those aren't characters that they all, like you said, they all died. So they, you know, you can't, you can't, I can't root for them anymore. You know, I can't be like, yay, you know, the next movie, they're going to, the same character is going to be there. I'm just, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just so in love with, with the, I love the, the characters that they brought in on Force Awakens. I just think I- Star you know. I I feel the opposite. I feel like the story was perfect. It was concise. You were yeah. built in it, you know. Yeah. And when you got to the end and everybody yeah. dies, I was like, "That's perfect," because that's exactly oh. how it should have ended. Yes. Otherwise, you would have been like, "Well, where are the rest of these characters on the other movies?" Yeah, I know. The brevity was impressive. Yes, and I was so happy that they didn't make a love interest out of the out of those. Out of Jen and uh, what's his name? Oh, his oh name? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did not make a love because for a second it looked like it was going to go that way, and I was like, no, mm-mm, don't do Thank it. And then pandering. they did it. 
Yeah. And it was perfect. Yeah. Don't pander. It was. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, no, I know. It, no, I, I kind of thought it was going to be that too, but I was just like, oh God, is Disney adding another princess to their freaking, you know, lineup here? You know, but, um, <laughs> you know, cause that doesn't it feel like that. Like in every way, like every movie, oh, okay. Disney wants another princess to put on the, on the, on the toy shelf. Um, you know, I, I just, I, you're right. I, I loved Rogue One. It was so good. I, I I hope that's the template that they're using for the, you know, for like a lot of these um, canon type of stories going forward. Because it just it just makes that it makes the, the Star Wars universe so much more. Just, um, it does. Right. And, and I really yeah. love it. Yeah, 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 out of time for topic. Oh, okay. we are okay. Well, you know, what? yeah, this okay. Our, our our idea to just go around talking about nerdy stuff turned into a Star Wars conversation. Well, it did. I mean, it, Star Wars happened. is nerd life. It's yeah. life. It what is. Happened? It literally is. It's it's the thing that we and and it, I, people were so pissed when Disney bought the franchise. I think it was oh the best my, thing that happened. Oh my God, Disney's gonna ruin it. I was like, you know what? You're idiot man disney has the money to do it right disney is gonna make it better disney is going to actually spend the money that it's gonna take yes they're gonna milk it for a million you know they're gonna make it you know they're gonna make their money but they are gonna pour the money into getting the best directors the best writers the best people for this thing i i I mean and it and and it's proven i mean the proof is in the movie i mean it's so good what they've done yeah 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 well, you're right, Brian. This is just uh, nothing but a Star Wars conversation, which that, I mean, well, we, we had going. We, we had so many cool things in What's Nerdy with You. So that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's um, what the title of the episode should be. It ain't nothing but a Star Wars. <laughs> there you go. I may Brian. that I it hurts my heart a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can do it, Erica. Why? That's perfect. Uh, it ain't nothing but a Star Wars. So we're gonna we're. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, Brian. Oh, okay, maybe. I might do it. I can't commit to it. Um, at the end of every episode, we describe a movie badly, and I actually realized there's a movie that's pretty perfect for the season, the Halloween season right now, that I've never seen. There are very few movies I haven't, very few iconic movies I haven't seen. I have never seen Hocus Pocus. Oh, God. Uh. The best, the best Halloween movie ever. So... Um, Erica and Captain McDan, who wants to take a stab at describing um, Hocus Pocus badly? And remember, this is like the bad, like the description on the back of the DVD. If somebody who hadn't seen the movie wrote it, this is okay. a bad description of Hocus Pocus. So I'll start. Yeah, I'll start, and McDan, you can add in. How about that? We'll do it okay. together. All right. So Bette Midler sucks the lives out of children to remain current in society. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker runs around <laughs> bouncing her boobs at people. Oh my god! <laughs> Zombies rise from the graves. There's a talking cat trying to keep virgins and, and gotta from lighting a candle. Those kids, those gotta outwit those 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 darn kids. They're gonna figure us out. Okay. All right, you take over. Uh, oh my god! Well, they oh, okay. They are they accidentally caught. They're really. They're not very good witches. They're 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 not kind of bad witches that uh, unwittingly conjure a really stupid uh, spell, and uh, they oh god, they're so ridiculous. I just can't I can't get over Bette Midler's lipstick and <laughs> 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 it's so great. <laughs> She's 
so great. But they're so lovable. Oh God. Okay. Um. Oh, I haven't seen it in so long. I forgot what happened. Okay. So they're they're the three kids. They're trying to out with those three kids. And uh. And then um. They they. Okay. Go. You keep going. I, I I'm spacing out on the movie. Okay. So um. Other than that, three kids defeat the witches. Yes. By um using technology. They are like, oh look, it's daylight, and it's really like headlights from a car. <laughs> It's hilarious. I don't know. And they and the kid the kids end up winning in the end. And they turn they turn the witches to dust. Uh, there was like wait remember the cat? Yeah, Binks. Yeah, Binks. No, seriously. For any of you, it is such a fun movie. It's like a good. It's like a fun family movie. It's ridiculous. It's like yeah. It's Brian, creepy, you should watch. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. hilarious. I mean, Bette Midler is her A game. Oh my Sarah god. Sarah Jessica Parker is also oh. at her A game. Yes. Yes. Oh. oh my gosh. They're just and what a great trio. Like they're just all so beautiful together. Like they are. Like, I mean, they, it's- they go to get on a bus. They finally figure out like like that a black black top is not a black river of death. And um <laughs> So they go to get on a bus. This bus driver like pulls up and opens the door and they need children to suck the life out of the children so they can stay alive. <laughs> and he opens the door and says, Sarah Jessica Parker's there. <laughs> and Bette Midler goes, we desire children. And he goes, may take me a couple tries, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It, it, it's such a great movie. I, I oh. now I want to watch it again. It's been years since I've seen it, but I, I, I got to go watch that movie again. I'll have I just to watch it on. Loving that movie. I have it, you know. Brian. I'll figure out how to share it with you. Yeah, we have the we have the family account, so I should be able to. Yeah. 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 Be see, to see, Leonardo, it. though, and my son Leonardo is, is crying, Brian, because you have not seen this movie yet. He's yeah. really upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. Okay, that's I mean, my cue. Your, your niece is named after... Bette Midler's character, Winifred, from the movie. So I'm wow. just saying. Just saying. All right, Brian, I got I got a crying baby that's about, about to pop off. Do you have time to give a promotion? A promotion. I have time to say goodbye to your listeners. Thank you, Nerd Podcast Promotion. Uh, oh, just about the Velveteen Band or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Promote okay. Your stuff. Um, You're on a podcast. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, all your listeners, um, check out thevelveteenband.com. Check us out on Facebook. We have a new album called What's on the Other Side with uh, all kinds of pirate metal and crazy music, ska punk and um, steampunky stuff. And just, yeah, we'd love it if you check it out. We're on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, all that stuff. And Brian, thank you so much for, you know, doing this. And I love your podcast. Erica, you're great. I just love that we have a place to talk about this stuff. Remember, get a dust buster. Oh, yes. No, I'm so doing that. We, I'm so getting ever. a dustbuster. I have twins here. My, my twins are eight months old. And um, no, that absolutely is something that I need because they are just making a mess everywhere. So I need to get a dustbuster. So you that should. is I'm going to go thrift store shopping today for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so great talking with you guys. Brian, let me know about the next one, man. I'd love to be on again. Yeah, we'll, we'll schedule it as soon as possible. You okay, have a good sounds, one, Captain McDan. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was fantastic. It was. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> um, so, Erica, explain the dustbuster to our listeners. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so Chris and I 
I decided I wanted to get a dust buster because Rowan was always just making little messes and I didn't want to pull the the um, vacuum out every time she made a mess, even though I have like the hose attachment, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so we pick up a dust buster and I had the genius idea of when she's done eating, like when she's eating something, you know, like bread or something where there's crumbs everywhere. That I'll just dustbuster her before I let her out of the high chair. And it's perfect because she loves it. She thinks it's a game. I get all the crumbs up and I just have to wipe her down and let her go. It's it's the most genius thing I've ever come up with is dustbustering the baby. Dustbustering the baby sounds like a punk band. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so a punk, punk band one. entirely cre- made of moms. <laughs> You know, they can they can have a another song called um, called um, um, Urine Spray. <laughs> Urine Spray sounds like a great punk song. It does. It really does. <laughs> um, Monster Baby or explosive um, diapers, explosive diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Being a parent is great. <laughs> I can't wait for you to be a parent. Oh, and I'm going to be the I'm going to be one of those older parents, too. So it'll be kind of cool. Yeah, because you know what? As you get older, you're like, at least I am. I'm like, fuck it. If they're if they're alive and they're happy and, you know, they're being, you know, challenged and who cares if she's all dirty? It's not like a bath is like that hard to do. You know, I give her a bath every day. Just let her have fun. You know, you start you you. I don't know if it's your second kid or if you're older. It's just one of those things where it's like, like the most important things are like, how safe is her car seat? Is it one of the better car seats? You know, things like that. It's trying to make sure your kid looks perfect and pristine all the time. A is going to drive you insane and B isn't worth it. Let kids be kids. So that's what I have learned as I am older now. And you're an awesome mom. Thank you. I don't always feel like one, but thank you. But I think that's a lot of parents like you just there's so much you want to do for your kids. And when you don't hit this, you know, that peak of what you want to do, you don't always feel great about it. But things have got to give and take somewhere. And as long as you love them and are doing your best, that's all you can do. So real quick before we go, I want to share that I am halfway through my newest book. It's historical nerdy. I'm reading um, All the Light We Cannot See. Oh, yeah. Um, so good. That, that, oh, hold on. People driving by in loud cars. Um, I'm reading All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Dewar. It's not fantasy or anything like that. It's just a, it's a book about World War II. And it's a book about children growing up from the beginning to the end of the war. Yes, and, and it's really good. It. Yeah, yes. Erica gave it to me as a present a while back, and I finally finally started reading it. Yeah, I read it like it was like two years ago or something like that. I think so. I think it was a year or two ago. And I just think the way it's written is really well. I think you were right the other day when you said it would make an amazing movie. It really would. It's a good book. What are you up to lately? Um. Well, I was playing Final Fantasy with Amelia before I got on the podcast because I was going to sit this week out (laughs) because she wanted to play with me. And um, this like the first Saturday where we haven't been drowning in things to do. But then I jumped on the podcast because, you know, Captain McDan. So, (laughs) yeah, thank you for coming. It was, I, you know, Captain McDan and I would have had a fun time just talking with the two of us, but it it was nice to have a third. Um, Michael is covered with the plague. Um, The Mm -hmm. plague, 
that has gone through his whole family and he really wanted to be here this morning and he couldn't make it. And Anthony um, helps out with his grandfather and his grandfather hit him with an important errand at the last second. So he couldn't make it this morning. He really wanted to be here, too. So family's important, man. But all you listeners, thank you for being here with us, and thank you for enjoying our nerdy conversation. Nerd Podcast Radio is where you can enjoy the kind of conversation that you would have if you're standing in a parking lot of a comic book store and chatting with your nerdy friends and just going on and on. And you can enjoy listening to us and participating with us on social media. Um, We said all that information at the beginning of the podcast. Um, And you know what? I want to say something to our listeners, Bray. I want to say... If you have opinions about any of the Star Wars series we talked about today, we want to hear them. Tweet us, you know, Facebook message us, email us. Let's get this discussion going because there's so many people out there that get to see so many different things in the movies. We don't always catch everything and we want we want to know your opinions. Now, and I wanted to say real quick, we get reviews on Facebook and we have we have 13 five-star reviews. And we just got our first four star review. And I want everyone to know how happy that makes me that somebody, you know, because most of the people our reviews on Facebook are people we know, people who who have been listening to podcasts and chatting with us, people we're friends with in real life. Um, Christopher left us a four star review. And I so appreciate having an actual honest review. And Christopher, if you want if 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 you want to let us know what we can do to knock that up to a five, please f- feel free to let us know. But it, it made me so happy to finally see that we're getting enough listeners that we're actually getting lower than five. It's not just our friends coming on and giving us five-star reviews. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, we we want to reach out to all the nerds out there, you know, and it, we do try to be a very inclusive and supportive nerd podcast. But um, yeah, let, let's, let's keep the conversation going. I like it. Yeah. It was it was it was the kind of thing it was like I saw it and I was like, we finally got a review that isn't that isn't five out of five. It it, it was like, wow, we made it. We're here. So thank you, Christopher. We really appreciate that. That's awesome. So, All right, Bryce. So what are you up to this week? Um, I just saw Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I uh, it was really How good. Was that? It was really good. Um, I wouldn't say it was as good as the first one. It had a bit of a sequel feel to it. But no, it was good. It was entertaining. I laughed my ass off. Channing Tatum was amazing. Um, the um, does he take his shirt off? I don't think so. You know, no, he does. He does take his oh, shirt yes. off. Awesome. All right, he I'm does in. take his shirt off. Um, yeah, yeah. He he takes his pants off too. I like the shirt part, but okay. <laughs> um, and the the real like surprise, amazing person in it was Julian Moore. Really? Yeah, she was amazing. She plays a villain in it. Chris and really she, wants to see it. We just got to find like a babysitter so we can go. See I it. <laughs> I ended up doing the go right after work thing because it was I was having trouble squeezing it in. And also every single day I'm thinking, oh, I can go to the movie theater and see it again because I I loved it so much. I I really want to see it again before it leaves theaters. I'll see it at home next time. You know, I didn't scream. But being in a theater, being terrified by myself would be awful. So. <laughs> Do you ever go to the movies by yourself? I don't like to. Mm-mm. I think half the fun of a movie is discussing the movie afterwards. I think that's why I like the podcast so much is I like discussing the things like getting different points of view and, you know, going from there. I, I don't I don't think I'd like even when I watch movies at home and Chris isn't here, like I'll watch it and I'll be like, babe, this movie and it's so great. And. And I can't talk to you about it. Go watch it so we can talk about it. So, yeah. Well, I think that's it for today. We had a fantastic 
conversation with Captain McDev. We've talked about babies and what's nerdy with you. We talked Yay, about baby. all the cool nerdy stuff we've done. Um, and then we had a plan to talk about everything. And we ended up only talking about Star Wars. So I think we, we accomplished the nerd today. We did. We did. It's because there's just so much to talk about when it comes to Star Wars. There's just, ah, Star Wars. And thank you, Erica, for being with us this morning. Yes. And a big thank you to Captain McDan for joining us this morning. Everybody, thank you for listening. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Bye. Brian, cut Anthony off? Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our nerd show, Podcast Radio.